Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. Our next guest is Brian Byro. Brian is America's breakthrough coach, a speaker, and a best-selling author. Brian, thanks so much for being on Gifters Podcast, where your story is gift to the world. Well, thank you, Christopher. It's a joy to, joy to connect with you. I love your energy, and I know you're making a difference. I was talking to Brian before the podcast where imagine a world where, because this is all audio, imagine a world where all we hear is the person and we don't see anything else. And we were just joking about how both of us are seasoned professionals and we can both hear our enthusiasm. I feel like literally I'm on like a, a first grade playground, Brian. I'm like, oh my God, what's up, dude? Yeah, let's play some dodgeball. Yeah. So let's talk about specifically a t your tone of voice, right? A lot of people want to be speakers. A lot of people want to influence, but I don't know if you agree with me. There's so many people, including executives, that are horrible at speaking. And what are some tips you have for our audience members that might want to be speakers in terms of just having a good tone of voice? Well, that's a great question. And the first thing I want, it really relates to one of the most important things we can do in this crazy time we're in right now. And that is to understand that your energy is your choice and that People won't remember that much of what you say, no matter how well you say it, but they'll never forget your energy. So the first thing you can do as a speaker is to put yourself into it. Think of your energy on a 10-point energy scale, with one being comatose, 10 a child on Christmas morning, 10 when you just did the best job of your life. And come from that place where you're as close to 10 as possible, elevating your physical movements, you know, sitting up tall or standing. I, and that energy will come through. So the most important thing you can do to affect your tone of voice, you don't pretend, you don't, you just elevate your energy and it will come right out naturally. That's great advice. And even right now, I'm actually standing up right now because even when you sit down as opposed to standing up, those little things help. And a lot of times when, when I talk to people about just basic motivation, I'm like, how often do you exercise? And they're like, well, I don't have time, Chris. And I look, everyone can just stand up and take a walk for 10 minutes, you know? So it really comes down to the excuses that sometimes people make. Now, when you say you're a breakthrough coach, Brian, what specifically do you focus on relative to your breakthroughs? Well, really what that comes down to, life is about breaking through. It's about breaking through, and there's really one breakthrough we all must make to live the best life possible, and that is the breakthrough from fear to love. That's it. Um, fear has a lot of names. It can be procrastination, it can be doubt, it can be, uh, it can be anger. I, but every time we break through, what that means is we control our controllables and focus on and focus on what we want instead of what we don't want. And so many people, I'm called America's Breakthrough Coach because I've had close to three quarters of a million people actually have a physical experience of breaking through a real life obstacle, breaking through one inch thick boards karate style. And it's a fantastic metaphor of breaking through a fear, obstacle, habit, or doubt. And it's not the board, it's the fear of the board. So when we're talking about breakthroughs, we're talking about exercising our choice. Because when you get down to it, we only have, we only, have, only really have one, one thing that's not our choice, and that is to die. Everything else is a matter of choice. Right? And so we gotta come from that, when we come from that place of choice, we're filled with purpose, we're filled with energy, we're filled with focus, and we're filled with that loving side. So that's really what my breakthrough work is about. Is and, and though I speak to you know corporations, that's who I speak to. Uh, my almost 1,900 events have pretty much all been for corporations. I'm really speaking to people. And um, you know when you change the way you look at yourself, the self you see will change. That's awesome. 
And what specifically can someone do? Let's say they wake up in the morning, Brian. What's the first thing you think our guests should do in the morning to have that sense of state of mind? Uh, I love that. The first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is fill with gratitude. Um, if, we, if we measure emotion in terms of frequency, since, uh, since we're kind of electric beings, all right? And the highest frequency emotion is, is gratitude. The first thing to do to start your day off the best way possible is to ask yourself, what am I truly grateful about in my life? You know, the source of energy, the most powerful source of constant energy is purpose. When you're full of purpose, you're full of energy. When you get to do what you love to do, you are five years old. Uh, and so when you start your day by, number one, recognizing that there's always something to be grateful for, whether it's the people in your life, whether it's that your feet hit the ground, whether that, that the sun is shining, whether, whether even in this most difficult time, you still have a choice of what you respond to. In other words, we don't control what happens. We don't control the pandemic, but we control our reaction to it. We can make our own choices. And so starting with that level of gratitude will put you on a, a, a really high, high, high powered focus and direction for that day. And I'd also encourage our listeners to just listen to Brian Bureau in the morning. <laughs> listen to his enthusiasm, listen to his upbeat mentality, because it really is true. Like I often have this routine before I step on the stage where I listen to this, this guy named Mateusz. He's out of Poland, but what he does is he, he just supposed things like uh, orchestral music in the background with like a Les Brown in the, in the foreground, but it's like, I know what I need to move my state so that when I'm on stage, I can just like channel all that energy on the stage. But if you listen to Brian's voice, he's been doing this for a long time, but I encourage all of you to literally just record yourself, listen to Brian's voice, listen to your own voice, not so much say, oh my gosh, he's so amazing, but more look at his tone of voice because it really is those things that inspire people because they can hear his enthusiasm. So hopefully you can use Brian as an example. Now, if that's the first thing you do, Brian, what's the last thing you do before you go to bed? Same thing is to go. The last thing you want to do before you go to sleep. When my children were growing up, I have two daughters. We had a little fun little process that we did before sleep, and I do it with myself. First thing to do is to ask, what did, what did I feel great about today? So the end on a positive note, because that's the note that's going to start the next morning. Second question, what did I learn today that I'm excited about? You're, when you, when you love to learn, you're not afraid to fail because you don't look at it as failure. Look at it as, what can I learn? How can I grow? How can I get better? It is the essence of humility. Right? The third question is, what did you give today? What did I give today that helped somebody else? If you're not giving, you're not living. It's as simple as that. And the last question is, what am I looking forward to tomorrow? So the last thing, we did this with our daughters as we tucked them in when they were growing up. And I still do it with myself. It's the last thing I think about. It's something that went well today. Something I learned that I can grow on and build on for the next day. Something that I gave so that I, I recognize life is about giving it away. And lastly, what's coming tomorrow? And it, it builds sort of a reserve of excited possibility rather than focusing on what we don't want. See, most people, they have 40 things happen in a day. 39 good to great, one bummer. What do most people focus on? A bummer. And therefore, they're looking for that bummer the next day. What you focus on is what you create. So focus on what you want to create. That's awesome. What, what, what was uh, one thing yesterday that you feel you're, you're grateful for? Or even today, actually, this morning? You know, it's so funny because, as you know, um, I, I've had the great honor and privilege of, for, you know, 30 years being a, 
a professional speaker and live events are my livelihood. And for the first time ever, I was having a record year in my 30th year, all of my events are canceled. So it'd be real easy to focus on, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? All right, but what instead, I get this time with my wife that I rarely ever get. I get to FaceTime yesterday with my beautiful little grandchildren. All right? And I also see within every adversity is planted the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. So what this time is doing is, is helping me to try to find creative ways to do things I've never done before. And any chance you get to do something that you've never done before that is your choice, that you're trying to grow, is, is an incredible what I call woo, which is window of opportunity. You know, Brian, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, for those of you who are listening, I want you to remember this. Brian and I are both speakers. If we can't travel, we can't speak. January, February, I traveled 40,000 miles around the world, Saudi Arabia, Dubai, London, Australia, right? So Brian and I are the most likely people or should be the most likely people to be sad, depressed. Oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to relaunch my podcast. I'm going to focus on my online programs as is Brian. You know, so all I'm saying is Brian and I, hopefully are your examples. Obviously we're not perfect, but we have the most highest probability to feel bad because we're speakers and we can't speak because we can't go out anywhere, right? So hopefully you take Brian's example and have a sense of enthusiasm and purpose. And Brian, how could our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services and your speeches? Well, pretty, pretty simple, Christopher, and thank you for that. And just go to my website, which is brianbyro.com. I've, I've written quite a few books. There's some real fun free stuff on, that, on, on my website. Um, I, I like you. I love what I do. I'm doing the work I was put on this earth to do. So just go to brianbiro.com. It's B-R-I-A-N-B-I-R-O.com. I feel like I'm at the end of, of a you know democratic eight uh, where I give my my website, but uh, I don't ask you for money on my website. Awesome. Hopefully you all learn from Brian. And Brian, thanks again for being on our Giftus podcast. Christopher, I couldn't have had a better time. Thank you so much for the for the woo. <laughs> Thank you.